Welcome to the fourth year anniversary of the Events Demystify podcast. Can you believe it's been four years? Are you getting tired of my face yet? Don't answer that. <laughs> well, we're kicking off another remarkable year, and I just want to extend my gratitude to you, treasure listeners, wherever you may be. This month, July, is the month when we celebrate one year around the sun. And this year is actually four because it's been four years since we started this podcast. And I just think that July is such a special month because of that, as we traditionally used to celebrate the completion of a full circle around the sun and the brilliant, amazing guest that we've had the privilege to host over this one year around the sun. When I started this journey back in July of 2019, I believe, I had no idea how amazing and transformative this fun side project was going to be and how it turned out to open so many doors and so many opportunities that I couldn't even grasp at the moment. I could have never imagined how it would also serve as the springboard for some incredible relationships that were to be made, how it would act as a powerful recommendation for some remarkable event professionals whom I might have never gotten a chance to really meet or entertain any type of partnership with, either virtually or in person. I am so profoundly moved by the unwavering support from the broad event industry and community and touched by every message and every email and every social media DM that was sent over the last few years that emphasized the significance of the work that I personally pour into this project. I am thankful for every single new listener that discovered the podcast and found value in this content. And I feel extremely fortunate for each high value guest who has enriched this podcast with their knowledge and their sharing of their experience. And of course, the global event community, because they have also shared their thoughts, knowledge, expertise, but also feedback with what is it that they're looking for and would like to learn more about. This past year, we dwelled deep into the women behind the scenes in our fifth season. And then we followed up with a keen focus on mental and physical fitness in our sixth season that just ended this June. I don't think it truly ended because this is a conversation that is going to continue as we start recording for fall. So we just put the wrap on the season, but it doesn't mean that the topic is going to to expire anytime soon. As we gear up for this upcoming episode of this mini-series this month, my desire is to put a spotlight on diversity and equity in AV production, a crucial conversation that I'm excited to host, I'm also very passionate about. And again, one of those topics that it's not just going to be finite just because we have ended a season and now we're starting a new season. It's a continuous conversation that needs to be had just to stay forefront in people's minds as to why is it important. So, Welcome to this first kickoff episode of our four-year anniversary 
and a heartfelt thank you for embarking on this journey with me and with our team. We're excited to see what new stories, insights, and lessons this new year will unfold. But first off, let's kick off this episode and see where this might take us. Welcome to Events Demystified Podcast, where we explore and demystify the world of in-person, virtual, hybrid event AV production and technology by sharing insightful tips, tricks, and tactics to make your events a success. This podcast is brought to you by Tree Fan Events, a woman-owned boutique event production agency. And your host is Anka Trafan, a technical event planner and producer with almost two decades of hands-on technical experience in event production. As I'm hosting this mini-series solo, like in the good old days of my rants last year, I feel a little bit like uncomfortable with the thought because I'm used to, you know, having a guest and entertain a conversation and just have that banter back and forth. So just me by myself talking to the camera. It feels a little off, you know, like I'm not used to this anymore. So as I'm hosting this episode today and the next two this month, I feel like I might be a little, you know, (laughs) scratchy and unused to this setup. So just go with me, have some patience with me as I'm trying to find my feet again in doing this solo episodes. As mentioned in the introduction during today's episode, I am planning to talk about diversity and equity in AV production. So this one episode will focus on diversity and equity in event productions. The next episode this month will focus on inclusion and tactical ways to move forward from here. And the third episode of the month will focus on mental and physical fitness for event professionals. Again, none of these topics will disappear from our conversation in the future, in the episodes to come in the next season. It's just something that I would like to sort of like bring back together and bring the focus back together to this and provide some main takeaways from all the things that have been discussed so far in the last couple of seasons and provide you some call to action. What can you do from that side to continue the conversation and make an impact in your little you know, world and your sphere of influence. If you've listened to some of our previous episodes, again, this past season, as well as the season before, and if you follow me on LinkedIn, on social or anywhere else, you probably know that those are some things that I constantly talk about. I'm very passionate about. And when it comes to female representation in AV productions, mental and physical fitness, as well as AV production and tips, strategies on how to produce and execute better events. All of those things are where my passion lies. So they're not going to go away. It's not going to die. I'm not going to stop talking about it just because I'm sort of like wrapping it up into, you know, three episodes this month, just a way of celebrating this four year anniversary of the podcast. 
So as we continue the conversation, just know that it's going to be ongoing. And today I'm just going to focus on diversity and equity in event productions, a topic that I also got to speak actually recently in front of a live audience in Las Vegas for Event Tech Live. And I have a full recording where I go into the nitty gritty of it all. If you want to check it out, I will have the link in the episode notes. So make sure that you check it out if you want to dive deeper into this topic. As you know, right now, I'm probably only going to give it like a top level type of overview. So today, as we're going to highlight some of the issues that I got to talk more in depth in this um, live presentation that I gave, I believe, I think it was May, mid-May. Also explore some of the challenges that many women and other minorities in event production face. I'm also planning to provide some strategies for overcoming the biases that many of us encounter and give some opportunity for all of us to foster more inclusive and equitable AV team environments, whatever they might be. So with that in mind, I have a sneak peek from that talk that I want to share with you just to feed your appetite for more. So check this out. If you've worked one day behind the scenes, you're probably familiar with show blacks. And when producing events, <laughs> I wear black shirts that make me feel comfortable. It's common for me to wear like in those pictures, you know, shirts that are not necessarily your regular AV shirt, but they make me feel confident in my own skin and comfortable. But when I freelance, I'm often given shirts like this one. And those are just four of the shirts that I've been given this year alone. And uh, there's different sizes here, but they're all small. If you guys believe it or not, they're all small, okay? Kit, if I asked you to wear this shirt, sorry to pick on you. How would you feel? I mean, you think I'm mad, right? Like, you're like, what is wrong with you? That shirt fits me fine, but it doesn't fit your body type, right? Yet, it happens more often than not that this is exactly what happens to us because this perfectly fine shirt is designed to fit me. There, those are just, like I said, a few versions of what small looks like. And honestly, anything that is medium or large either goes in the trash or my husband wears them as PJs. That's the reality. Now, here's the deal. And I'm gonna try to say this as respectfully as I can. As a woman in AV, I don't care to wear your shirts. <laughs> and especially if they don't fit my body type. And especially if they don't make me feel confident in my own skin. But if I must wear them, all I'm asking is, please order female shape shirts in small and extra small sizes that accommodate different body types for the likes of me that dress at children's place. This particular example, I just wanted to bring it up so I can highlight the importance of ensuring that our dress code policies are not biased towards just one particular gender or body type. 
Drasco policies should be mindful of diversity and provide options that make everyone feel valued and foster the type of inclusivity and equi equitable theme that we can build a culture around for all of us to feel stronger and confident in the roles that were assigned. Yeah, that was pretty fun to record. And I know the sound, the audio of that clip is not the best top notch. Uh, we had some issues on site, but that's a uh, topic for another conversation. Uh, what I want to focus on today is acknowledging the fact that despite the growing awareness of the need for diversity in our industry, the numbers still show a lack of representation among certain groups. Women, for example, are still vastly underrepresented in AV tech teams, particularly in leadership roles. This is a problem because diversity in AV teams can lead to better events experiences, more innovative creative solutions, and provide role models for younger women and other minorities to look up to. I raised myself up into this industry without any model, any role model of whatsoever that was a woman. Everything and everyone that I knew at the time was a male. And I've learned the best way I could to find a place for myself, even though I couldn't fully identify with what they were going through and neither could they identify with some of the things I was going through. One of the main challenges to achieve a greater diversity in AV is honestly just overcoming some of the biases and stereotypes that we still deal with. Many people still believe that, for example, certain groups are better suited for certain roles, and this can prevent them from even considering applicants from diverse backgrounds. But the reality is diversity can lead to better decision-making, more creativity, and ultimately better results. In fact, studies have shown that highly diverse businesses are 35% more likely to enjoy above industry average returns than their lesser diverse counterparts. So with that in mind, how can we foster a more inclusive and equitable and diverse work environment, especially when it comes to our AV teams? How can we all make a difference in creating a more diverse and inclusive AV production industry? I've personally been in the audiovisual AV production business world for a while now. Like if I'm going to say the number, I feel like I'm going to date myself basically half of my life. And I can tell you that there is an absolute necessity for diversity and equity in our line of work. The sector has seen a long reign of male dominance. And while there's in some shift, we still have some distance to cover to genuinely and honestly achieve the type of diverse and inclusive atmosphere that I would personally like to see in some of our AV teams. I've seen the hurdles that women have to jump in this male-centric industry, and I'm firm in my conviction that these issues need to be addressed. And the more we talk about it, the more awareness we build around it, and hopefully change will happen. Diversity and equality in AV production aren't about just 
ticking boxes or maybe fulfilling some quotas. They're about weaving a rich tapestry of diverse perspectives and experiences and backgrounds that can propel a superior understanding of what's going on, also superior decision-making, creativity, and ultimately exceptional results. A team that is comprised from a myriad of voices and different viewpoints enables us to better understand and cater to our audiences, which are diverse as well. Equality and complements diversity is about equalizing access to opportunities and resources and support systems that help people get a better grasp of what's available to them. It is about leveling the playing field, which is especially crucial in AV production, a challenging industry, honestly, to break into, maybe not necessarily to break into, but to flourish into. A female tech asked me once about the relevance of gender representation in this male-dominated field. And through her uh, question, which, you know, seemed innocent, really, I realized one vital point, and that is not every woman necessarily shares the same journey or maybe the same desire for female representation in this field or the same belief. However, it is essential to ensure an environment in a V production where all women feel included and valued and respected and given opportunities. And this includes involving them in decision-making processes and providing them equal opportunities. There's often a disconnect, I would say, between the stated intent that some of our hiring processes are basing the skills and characteristics of that job description and the reality of selection biases favoring men in technical and leadership roles. We must acknowledge and address the impact of centuries of male dominance in the workplace, which unfortunately perpetuate this imbalance. So why discuss this now? Why does diversity and equality really matter? Honestly, for me, it was a journey of becoming more the person that I was always meant to be and finding my voice and then realizing as I worked with one team after another, AV teams, that they all lack the same thing and it transcends the mere presence of this diverse crew. They embody um equal opportunities that not all of us get, the fair play, fair pay, and potential for significant leadership roles. This lack of representation, especially for women, entrenches unequal power dynamics in decision-making. And that is one of the reasons why representation is so necessary, because it's also about you know visibility, making sure that diverse voices are present with where critical decisions are taken and important topics are being discussed. As a woman, you should know that you can assume a significant leadership role, that your work is valued equally, that your presence matters, that you have as many opportunities available to you as any man on that crew and you can reach any position you aspire to. 
when diverse individuals collaborate, they generate innovative ideas, a crucial aspect in our rapidly evolving and changing production and technology industry. Diversity and equality also enhances decision-making processes, which leads to more comprehensive solutions. Moreover, they foster a more inclusive, a more welcoming workplace, a place where women like me feel like they belong, they feel valued, and they feel engaged, which is crucial in our industry where event techs and tech crews often work under pretty challenging conditions. So let's commit to advanced diversity and equality in AV production, not just in words, but in our actions too. Before we move on... (laughs) With our topic of conversation, we're going to take a brief moment to acknowledge our long-standing sponsor and supporter, Three Fun Events, and we will be right back to continue highlighting this important topic. Before we move any further, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our main sponsor, Trifan Events, which is a boutique event planning and production agency that will come alongside you, offering personalized event planning and technical support, strategic event design, production and technology management, and flawless execution for live, virtual, and hybrid events. The team at Trifan Events is passionate about planning and producing event experiences that get people involved with true moments of interaction, engagement, and co-creation while offering white glove treatment throughout the entire planning process, enabling you to reach your event goals with the use of creativity, production tools, and event technology. To find out how Trifun Events can plan and produce your event become memorable, go to trifunevents.com. Now that we're back, before I dive right into the topic, I'd like to also share with you all about the Event Profs community that I've been part of for about a year or so. This community exists to exchange ideas, find resources, and connect with event professionals online. And if you don't have a community of like-minded individuals to feel connected to and belong to, I highly encourage you to give the Event Profs community a tryout. I have the link in the episode notes. Make sure you use it to check out the Event Profs community and see if it's for you, you know? All right. As we come back to our topic of conversation today, diversity and equity in event productions, I must highlight the fact that while my focus is primarily on women in the AV event production industry, the deep-rooted impacts of historical male dominance that I mentioned earlier can be seen across various male-centric sectors. This is not the only industry that deals with this problem, obviously, and this is why today's discussion on female representation is so crucial across the board, really. Despite the fundamental belief that people should be chosen based on their skills and attributes rather than their gender. The reality in this industry is often diverges. Men, regardless of their capabilities many times, they often find themselves in positions of influence simply because they are the norm. And we've grown so accustomed to their presence in technical or leadership roles. I think about how many times when you go to an event, 
you look behind the scenes and you see a crew of females. Probably not a lot of times. Most of the times, the men in black are men. They're not female in black. So that's just that understanding that we got accustomed to so that if that's all we know, we assume that that's okay. This normalization often leads to a dismissive attitude towards women's abilities, leaving competent women overlooked in favor of less capable men. And that only perpetuates this gender imbalance in fields like AV, event production, technology, and many other fields that are outside the scope of this topic. This in turn discourages women, especially younger women, forcing many of them to not even consider this as a field, or maybe the ones that are more veterans and seasoned, it forces them to abandon their passions and dreams and shift to other industries that are just easier to thrive into. Personal experiences as well as reoccurring narratives from any other women that I get to talk to, also women from my own community of women behind the scenes in event production and technology, which we have a growing number of them joining the WhatsApp a community that I've started a little while ago. All of them shared the similar narrative and they shed this light that basically uh, ranges, you know, between the diverse challenges that many of them face, challenges I might have not even faced myself, yet I hear a very similar uh, thread going through all of those stories. And many of them also feel a lot, you know, invisible and unappreciated. They're constantly having to validate their skill set, their competencies. They have to balance motherhood with a demanding hands-on industry, dealing with patronization, enduring doubts about their technical abilities, and being denied full responsibility in their roles, which hinders their professional growth and also equal pay. Above all, women often have to navigate inappropriate remarks and prove their worth again and again, which can become so tiring. So why is female representation in this role so significant, especially behind the scenes? Well, that's one of the main reasons, but also from a client point of view, I wanted to share a short clip from a client of mine, Angela Taylor, president and CEO of Networks, NFL, Network Sports uh, Consulting. She's a speaker, a podcast host, a leader in DI, and she encapsulated this thought so well during her audacious leadership presentation for a Connect Pacific Northwest Marketplace meeting. And as she noted, as you're going to see in this clip that I'm going to show next, as a woman who's presenting on stages around the country, it's so nice to have another woman put on my microphone. That doesn't happen very often. So check out this short clip and let's continue our conversation after that. As a woman who is presenting quite often on stages around the, the country, it's so nice to have a woman that is putting your microphone on. It's so nice to have a woman that understands what you may be thinking, what you're wearing, all of those different things. And it doesn't happen quite often. I was with the NBA for a long time, the National Basketball Association, and we run great events. We have some of the best producers and technicians around the world. And I would tell you, I can probably count on my hand over the number of events over 10 years or 20 years that I worked with the NBA that I, there was a woman that was running things, right? Like, it matters. 
right? And so making sure that we have different people at the table are really important. Angela's statement highlights the importance of fostering diversity and inclusivity, even in areas hidden from the public view. Our ongoing mission is to push the envelope, to solidify the presence of women in every role, while embracing a genuine culture of diversity in our AV industry. The significance of female representation in event tech and event production is paramount for creating an inclusive industry. My goal, our goal, our team's goal is not to undermine the capabilities of men. That is not the purpose of this, but rather to establish an environment that promotes a sense of inclusion, respect, belonging, worthiness, and value for women. Shattering these barriers paves the way for a more equitable society where women occupy positions of influence, of authority, their work is recognized, and their presence is impactful. Witnessing some of the successful individuals from many diverse backgrounds in the industry really inspires me and inspires others to consider AV production as a viable career. Increased representation also helps dismantle the stereotypes and the biases that we all face fostering a more inclusive industry. Aside from the moral obligation to cultivate diversity and equality, it is also a sound business strategy at the end of the day because companies that have embraced diversity and inclusion often demonstrate superior financial performance, innovation, and creativity. Inclusivity breeds an environment that is conducive to everyone and encapsulating many diverse perspectives and experiences enables more informed decision-making and improved outcomes. Upholding equality ensures that every individual has a fair chance at success. In the recent years, we have certainly witnessed some improvements and thankfully, not all women that I talk to face the same hurdles. However, not every woman identifies as a feminist or wishes to partake in women's issues. Being a woman doesn't automatically assign one the role of an advocate for all women. Despite my propensity for optimism, I am not impervious to negative experiences or emotions such as disappointment, frustration, even anger. In my capacity as a servant leader, a community leader, and advocate for women in event production and technology, I've encountered many stories of echoing the same disappointment where we all have seen some progress, but so much more work lies ahead to ensure that women have a respected seat at the table in every situation. This issue isn't confined to just AV tech crew dynamics, but often expands to client interactions, challenging one's position, role, or even client relationship. The fear of conflict, I feel like, often leads individuals to compromise affecting decisions in all life aspects, including relationships and partnerships. It's crucial to find a balance between self-advocacy and collective interest. Compromise, while occasionally necessary, should not be at the expense, however, of one's values and principles. Ultimately, 
My aim, our aim is to navigate the various challenges that we encounter, be it through open communication, boundary setting, or just seeking support, asking questions, prioritizing mental and emotional well-being, which are key. This approach allows us to build resilience in adversity, propelling us forward, hopefully, with greater strength and clarity. Determined to give a voice to the unheard, I have made it a point to shed light on the often overlooked or unspoken about struggles that are many times occurring behind the scenes on an everyday basis. Some of those stories arise from my own experiences, which I have many of, while others originate from women in the event production industry. Many are grappling with the stark reality that their voices are often drowned out, their concerns are dismissed because they don't really have a platform to voice their struggles. A point of memory remains sort of like etched in my mind and involves a well-respected AV event production vendor with whom I had previously collaborated with. Unfortunately, my esteem for the company took a hit after a glimpse behind the curtain that revealed some, unfortunately, some unsettling truths. As an optimist, again, I tend to view people and circumstances through a positive lens. I extend grace towards myself and others in recognition of our shared imperfections and struggles. We all struggle. We all make mistakes. This includes being more forgiving towards others sometimes even than I am with myself. However, one particular encounter challenged this perspective. The representative of this one AV vendor that sparked my interest at one point in time because he was so enthusiastic about a business alliance and maybe a personal connection that didn't quite align with my personal values. Nevertheless, we decided to collaborate on uh, several significant events. And the opportunity honestly really thrilled me, not just because it provided a shift from the many fundraising galas I had been organizing by then and working, but also because it allowed me to venture into the larger innovative event landscape that was equipped with, you know, substance potential budgets and state-of-the-art event production technology, the excitement of this high statue event was unparalleled to something that I've known up to that moment. I remember the just the acceleration of our first event, which I believe took place somewhere in San Francisco, and the behind the scenes, they were assembling this super wide LED screen and there was this complex trust system that was supporting the screen and spectacular lighting and a powerful PA that was more exciting than the event itself <laughs> for me. And that was just so accelerating. However, despite our shared passion for diversity, it became evident that our interpretation of it deferred greatly. And in my quest for diversity, I have potentially, maybe for sure, focused on increasing female representation in AV teams, almost to the point of maybe wearing blinkers that obscured the broader picture. Equally, my contact focused on enhancing the presentation of men of color in AV teams, neglecting to consider my perspective about the stark underrepresentation of women. 
Neither of us is wrong. However, we are sort of like blindsided by our own biases. And I remember having this conversation about discrepancy in the labor numbers when it came to women AV techs in key roles. And that was quite disheartening for me. Unfortunately, the failure to bridge our differing and different points of view on diversity eventually led to the uh, dissolution of our partnership. And in hindsight, honestly, I wish we had dwelled deeper into the subject of diversity, a topic which we pulled hold dear and maybe tried harder to understand each other's perspective better, which, you know, brings up this point, you know, we all learn (laughs) from our lessons, right? But perhaps the essence of many conflicts that are surrounding diversity lies in our collective reluctance to have those challenging conversations, to pose the tough questions, to confront the fear of rejection or invalidation or even ridicule. It maybe lies in our willingness to pull back the curtain, unafraid of uncovering not just the pleasant, but the unpleasant too. Countless of stories reveal skilled female AV technicians subjected to marginalization due to prevailing majority rule. One such instance involved a friend of mine, a female lighting technician, who faced ridicule for her desire to present her best self for simply because other thought no one would notice. And that was because she wanted to wear makeup and the AV guys on the crew, they thought that was just straight up silly. Another case saw a a gender video operator that I know that has faced countless of ridicule and criticism within the predominantly male and conservative AV production culture, despite, you know, proclaimed open-mindedness. Unfortunately, the common thread in many stories features a domineering figure exploiting their position of power, resulting in emotional manipulation and in some cases, physical abuse. These situations often go unaddressed out of fear of jeopardizing job security, income and even future prospects. Many of these disturbing accounts are honestly too painful and distressing to even recount, which highlights the glaring truth that we have a lot more work to do in our journey towards diverse and equitable AV team environment. Unless we make a concerted effort to listen and understand the harsh realities that are faced by many others, female, people of color, anyone that is a minority in this field, many will dismiss the issue as not that bad because their experiences do not mirror these alarming situations. Transparency is essential from all parties involved. In a world where the abused and the abusers do not operate on an even playing field, the burden of speaking up should not fall solely on the victims. If we continue to make them bear the cost of opening up, they are likely to internalize their pain, choosing silence over disclosure. This, in turn, only prolongs the issue because left unchecked, the abusers are unlikely to seize their actions voluntarily. Despite these challenges, I am hopeful and 
always will be. The stories shared serve as a catalyst for change, reminding us of the work that remains in creating an equitable, inclusive environment. The wheels of progress are turning silently and slowly, but they are turning. And the conversations about diversity are growing louder, penetrating the walls of even the most traditional sectors. Our collective pursuit for balanced representation in the AV and event production industry is not a sprint, (laughs) unfortunately. It's a marathon demanding a lot of patience, persistence, and an unwavering commitment to equality. We must continue to listen, to educate, and to amplify the voices that have been marginalized for far too long. While it is true that change won't occur overnight, every conversation we have, every bias that we confront, and every hand that we extend in mentorship and support collectively chips away at the status quo. It's through this type of actions that we slowly shift the narrative, paving the way to a future where everyone, regardless of gender or background, is given the opportunity they deserve to succeed. In the face of adversity, let's choose to hold on to hope. Hope that emboldens us to break the silence, to stand against inequality, and to drive meaningful change. We are, after all, not only defined by the challenges that we face, but by the resilience and the fortitude we show in overcoming them. We are, after all, not only defined by the challenges that we faced, but also by the resilience and the fortitude that we show in overcoming them. And in this journey towards an equitable future, I am confident that we can rise together. As we're about to end this one first episode, I want to leave you with some main takeaways, cliff notes, if you may, from everything that was said so far. The first takeaway is there is an ongoing struggle for diversity and equity. Despite progress being made in the event production industry and technology industry, there are still many instances of disrespect, bullying, discrimination, particularly against women, people of color, and non-binary individuals. These issues often come from both crew members and people of authority who should play the roles of protectors, not instigators. It's highlighted that to survive, many individuals, you know, result to conflict avoidance and compromise, though this should not be at the expense of personal values and principles. The second takeaway is about the importance of transparency and open communication. There is much need for open dialogue and understanding the realities of others. There is a shared responsibility in addressing issues of abuse and discrimination, and the cost of speaking up shouldn't be borne solely by those that encounter those situations. There's a call for creating an environment where issues can be discussed openly and action can be taken without fear of reprisal. 
The third takeaway that I want to leave you with is recognizing and addressing different perspectives on diversity. The narrative that I just share only brings to light the fact that diversity can be a very subjective concept with different individuals prioritize different aspects of it. Discrepancies in perspectives can lead to conflict and even dissolutions of partnerships as seen in my own experience. And I want to just underscore the need to have challenging conversations and humility as you embark on those challenging conversations about different perspectives to arrive at a more comprehensive understanding of diversity. As we wrap up this conversation on diversity and equity in AV production, I am immensely grateful for your attention and your support when it comes to this issue. We've learned a lot today, I hope, if you stay with me all the way till the end, about how important it is to have a diverse representation and equitable practice in our AV industry and also our event industry. But as you know, understanding is only the first step towards change. Our journey towards a more inclusive and equitable AV production landscape has only just begun, and there are many more layers to be unraveled and understood. Therefore, I am thrilled to invite you to join us in the next episode of the Events Demystified podcast, where we will focus on inclusion, another critical piece of the diversity and equity puzzle. Not only will we dive deep into why inclusion matters, but we'll also provide you with tactical steps you can take to ensure a more inclusive environment in your sphere of influence. The goal is to empower each one of us to be a force for positive change. Once again, thank you for being part of this journey with me and please stay tuned. Your involvement and passion is what makes this type of conversations fruitful and together we can shape the future of AV production industry. Until next time, stay inspired and be the change you wish to see. Thank you for listening to the Events Demystified podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to review it, rate it, and share it with other event professionals that could benefit from it. Connect with us on social at Events Demystified Podcast. We would love to hear from you and what you're up to. If you'd like to learn more about Tree Fan Event Services and find out if we're a good fit in supporting your event, can we help your event be successful with a 20-minute free consultation? Link in the episode's notes. Thanks for tuning in. 